Welcome. Episode three, week three. Ask the Commission podcast. What is up? Crazy, crazy week, man. No, uh, this week was full of surprises. I, 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 what, what, what was the biggest surprise for you last week? Um, definitely the uh, honestly the Jets Browns game because literally after the Browns lose this game, they were up by two scores with less than two minutes left, and and after the game, a bunch of talking heads are blaming. Nick Chubb for scoring. It's right. like, wait a minute. We don't blame people for going up by more points to help cement their lead. Yeah, that's not that's not a thing, right? I mean, yeah, it's considered you know veteran savvy when what Brian Westbrook ran down to the one and kneeled against Dallas that yes. year. But but in a lot of those instances, it makes perfect sense. Yeah. Yeah. You don't lose you don't lose games when you're up by two scores with less than two minutes. Yeah, that that a, a that, lot more players had to be blamed that aren't named Nick Chubb. You you can't blame your offense for scoring. You need to either blame your defense or you blame your coaching there. That's not that's not their fault. That's not your offense's fault, you know. Let's like say, you know, oh, sorry, Pat Mahomes, you scored too quickly. Uh, You screwed us because you scored in 12 seconds. You know, I mean, you know, can you score slower? You know, it's not a thing. Yeah. So that was that was that was my surprise. Um, Nick Chubb did great. Um, I think he's he's awesome. He's awesome. He three touchdowns. I mean, you can't ask you can ask more from your running back. That's my and he is my running back. And yeah, and so that's a great surprise of the week, you know, for me, but leads me into another surprise, which was the Jags blanking the Colts. Twenty nothing. The Colts. I just think I think the Colts are one of those teams that everybody expects to be good, but they're one of those teams that is that isn't very well. How should I put this? I think they have talent. I think they have talent on both sides of the ball. But I also think they're they're unproven. Matt Ryan isn't what people, quote unquote, expected him to be. He's not better than Carson Wentz today at all. The idea that they were going to get rid of Carson Wentz after one year when he had a decent year. True, he choked in a he choked in a couple games late. Sometimes that happens. But at the same time. He's not blamed for your whole season um, going to the dumps and you not getting to the playoffs. Everybody was playing. I think my problem with these Colts, um, and, you know, we may have talked about it before, um, either, you know, offline or, or before, but, like, the Colts lack an identity. You don't know who they are, right? Like, even during the Peyton Manning years, like, sure, you, the, sure, yep, Manning was there, but you had Harrison Edge. and yeah. But – but you always had Bob Sanders and you always had Dwight Freeney and you always had just, just guys that, nice. you know, uh, uh, Gary Brackett. Right. I mean, you had, you had guy you had, you had teams that had swagger and these yeah. Colts, man, they don't, I mean, I mean, even, even, um, I'm blanking on his name right now. And I, he was, I have a great love for tight ends in the league. Um, Dwight Clark. 
Yeah. No, Wait. Dallas Clark. Dallas, Dallas Clark. Dallas, Dallas Clark, Clark, right? Yeah, Dallas Clark. Dallas Guy was a stud. Loved him. Just like I love Witten. I love Witten all day long. Yeah. He's not a Pat. Obviously, I, I always wanted him <laughs> to be a Pat. I just love, you know. But, like, I can't even tell you off the top of my head what Indy's tight end is. Uh, that sucks. Like, <laughs> is that still um, not Moali Cox? Moali uh, Cox, I think. Yeah, <laughs> and whatever you say, I'm gonna say yeah. You could say it's uh Bob Edelman, and I'll say yes. Uh, I, I don't know, you know. So yeah. I think that's the problem, and and this is the crazy stat in the last five seasons, the Colts have only been shut out three times. Okay, three times. Wow. All three of them were against Jacksonville. Wow, that's insane. That's no, it's definitely it's, any it's definitely a psychological thing. divisional rival. You don't know what's no, going to happen. Absolutely. It's but there's something in their head. Literally, yeah. Divisional rival, they showing up. It's something, it's something that's telling that is in them that is causing them not to get over the hump, no matter yeah. what. The only other crazy game that I would just say was crazy was just Dolphins Ravens. That was just insane. That just, was a big surprise. Yeah, I, yeah, but like I mean. Just the way there was, it was a big surprise because of Waddle and Tyreek, but just the way that it was like a slugfest. It was it almost reminiscent of um, that that Rams KC regular season game where they both scored like two hundred points. Yeah, each, you know. Um, yeah, but um, I think I think it was it proved teams have literally forgotten how to how to nurse your lead. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. They it's, don't. There's. There, the Dolphins needed too many points that if Baltimore just took their time, sat on the ball, and just tried to kill the clock, they'd have won. They would have won. I so think, many things had to go right. Yeah, for Miami. But and they all did. But this is my problem. Like Baltimore, less than Buffalo. Um, again, I still hate them. Um, we'll get into that later. But like. The thing with Baltimore is they want to run the ball and they try to, um, but that same scenario coming up against Buffalo, if Buffalo just needed to milk the clock and run the ball without Josh Allen, they, they really, they really can't. Um, And that's where I think they're going to be really exposed. Like, you know, when it, when it, when a team really could contain Allen, that's and it. say, listen, yeah. you can't beat with us with your legs. Like Singletary, like you guys, you, you guys are gonna have to pick up the load for more than like 30 yards from your running back. Like that's beyond pedestrian at this point. It's actually just sad. Yeah. Uh, no, they no, um, they they don't they haven't played anybody that plays defense. That's it. Yeah. Once they play so once they play a team that plays real well, oh, well, actually scratch that. The Rams play defense against them. But the Rams couldn't move the ball on offense. Yeah. But th- but there but there are very few times where you you have you give a game, you give a team four takeovers, I mean four tur- turnovers, and they and you still blow them out. Uh, it's not it, a thing. No, no, it's it's it's. It, it, I, I see when you see the scores, you know, thirty six twenty seven, forty two thirty eight, thirty one thirty. 
31 27 uh, 29 23 it's 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 very reminiscent of of like higher scoring outer out of divisional games 10 years ago i think you know where where they always throw up big scores it's because like you don't see these you don't see them they don't see your playbook they don't see your you know plays but like these are I wouldn't say blowouts, but these are slugfests where no one's playing defense anymore. You know, yeah. um, it's 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 more of a a, a bend don't break, um, or if you're gonna break, just just break late. You know, um, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it definitely tells teams tells teams like Baltimore be on your be be on your game. Just be sure. because I know I know. Um, the coaches and players can say what they want. I know when they were up big, everybody was everybody was chilling. Nobody was no one was was tuned into the game. But there's a but there's a big reason why the Pats that never happens to you. No. Pats don't have leads and you come back. No, no, Not I mean like they, you, you you know they use Pats used to do that where they would let you at least think that you had a chance to come back where they would run the ball and then they would run the ball and they would run the ball and then they'd punt. And then they'd be like, Oh, you're past midfield. And they're like, Oh, you might get to the 40. And then they'll, you run the, and, and then they'd take the ball away from you at the 10 yard line. And then they'd run the ball. They'd run the ball. They, they just do this when people are like, Oh, you know, they're just, they're just playing it safe or they're playing prevent defense. They're, preventing themselves from winning and i'm like okay Belichick has a pedigree here uh yeah. for coaching. i'm pretty sure he knows a lot more about that than you do um, i mean there used to be a day where your team has a the team has a lead and a big lead and in order for a team to get back and win that game's got to go to overtime yeah but it's right. like let me get this straight miami was able to win this in regulation Again, again, top to bottom, I think, you know, I see this all the time. Like, I, I forget what the stat was, um, but I saw this years ago. But it said, like, Sean McVay had, like, at the time or something, one of the largest coaching staffs in the NFL with, like, 23 or 24 coaches. This this, this honestly may have been the Super Bowl where they played the Pats. Okay. And I think they they compared them, like, to the Pats, where oh, the like six dudes, it's like six <laughs> dogs, exactly. Like, no, nah, that's it. And like Belichick talked about that. I think it was the week leading up, you know, um, um, press week, you know, where, where they're asking about, it. he's like, listen, when you do that, you have no idle hands. You have coaches that have to wear multiple hats. They have to be involved. They have to know what's going on, you know, a soup to nuts. You can't just, yeah. Oh no, I, I got a guy who's an assistant, assistant defensive line coach. Like, yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> assistant no. to the assistant. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I thought it was wild that they had two Monday night games. Uh, you know, again, you and I, we're never going to complain about more football. But, like, yeah. let's be real. Can we start the second game roughly so it starts at half? Like, well, well no, and my take on it is I would much, I would definitely prefer the game starts after the other game ends. Just start the other game early. Start the first yeah. game early. But you are right. If it's a blowout, have this game go to halftime and have this next game start. That way I can choose if I want to go back if this one right. isn't as entertaining. 
but 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 the thing is this and the nfl is so greedy they're so greedy that bills titans game started at seven o'clock did you know that buffalo as a city had early release day for all the kids in school that that's wild that's awesome the public school system of buffalo (laughs) released the kids as if it was a holiday it is it was week two of the NFL, but it was, you know, it's a big thing for them. You know, remember, yeah, they yeah. Well, and, I know, but they got to enjoy whatever they can while they still can. <laughs> well, that's also one of those things. It's like, you guys don't have a championship. What are we doing? We you guys do. aren't a championship. <laughs> it's I, um, I think um, it's, it, it's, it's definitely, it's surprising. It's, I, mean, I am surprised at how well um, the bills are doing. They look great. Um, I am really looking forward to see them to see how they look when they're truly challenged. Because last year, it seems like they only had one speed. They either score a lot of points or they can't score at all. Yeah. They couldn't and- score against the they couldn't score against the Steelers and they couldn't score against the Jags last season, if I'm not mistaken. Well, and 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 I'm telling you right now, I I I am abs <laughs> I'm absolutely all out on Tennessee. I'm all out. No, um, if Tennessee, they win five games the rest of the way, I'll be surprised. I um, will be. Well, the, well, the thing about it is, I think, um, okay, now not only is Tannehill not the guy you need him to be, it looks like Derrick Henry has lost a step. Not saying he has; he may, you know, it's still early. But well, he was injured last seeing, year, so sure. But seeing some of the but seeing some of the ways the Bills defenders were able to get to him yeah. in open space, it yeah. really felt like he can he can't separate or burst at all. Now right. the Bills are a good defense. Um so maybe it, it could have been that, but they they're gonna have an uphill battle regardless because you can't start the season, you can't start the season without any wins. And have teams like Jacksonville kind of trying to re they're, reshape they're themselves and make noise. Jacksonville's winning their division. Yeah, I mean Trevor Lawrence. Um, I was I was surprised at how bad he looked last year, but he looks good yeah. this year. Well, no, back that up. You know why he looked so bad last year? Who was his head coach last year? Urban Meyer. But I also think. You look, can't look. You, look, there has to be some. There has to be some responsibility taken by him. None, none. And here's the, here's the deal. Okay, <laughs> I hate Urban Meyer. I hate him as a human being. He's trash. Uh, <laughs> I've always thought he was a he was an enabler. He, he's just a garbage. I can't even believe he's on like college game day right now. Like, get well, out of here. He he will be coaching again. The thing that's the I think the thing that surprises me most about Urban Meyer is you can't it's hard to tell what he actually does well at coaching. You know what I mean? Like certain yeah. certain coaches you can easily see uh um Sean McVay, Andy Reid, you can easily see uh Eric Bieniemy that they are geniuses at offense. You can see how um um, Josh and Mike McDaniels from the Raiders, I mean, not the Raiders, uh, Raiders and Dolphins are offensive minded. Um, You can see how Bill figures out defense to slow teams down. But Urban Meyer is one of those guys like 
actually don't know what he really does well. And I that was I was surprised that he didn't do better in the NFL, but I realized it's just ego. Yeah, you know, ego. I mean it, it's it's honestly the same. Like some of these guys are built to be college coaches because when you look at those head coaches, Joe Pa, Bobby Bowden. They're almost just figureheads at some point, right? Because the genius behind Urban Meyer for years was Ryan Day, right? I mean, Ryan Day, New Hampshire product. He went (laughs) to Manchester Central and beat my Pickerton Astros uh, when we were seniors. I think they won the state championship that year, back 200 years ago. Ryan was a quarterback, um, went to UNH, coached. Uh, I think with Chip Kelly, um, and then bounced around and you know landed mm-hmm. there. But that that's it. It's the figurehead. Like, um, how many plays do you think Joe Pa and Bobby Bowden called on any given day? They just give nebulous concepts, right? Like, hey, r- hey, remember one of those flea flickers? They don't remember any of these plays. Let's be real, right? And then they're like, hey, you know, uh, they just it's kind of like they're in the game getting the feel for it, and they're like, no, you know what? I know this coach. He's gonna run play action, so let's drop. You know, let's 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 drop our safeties or whatever. You know, um, I I just don't I don't see him coaching in the NFL again. College people forgive you for anything. You know, you know Mike Leach, the Bobby Bobby Knights of the world. When you see stuff that's happening, <laughs> yes. world, if if Urban Meyer got five more jobs, you know, bouncing from big college, but it wouldn't shock me at all. Him coming back to the NFL never happened. It'll never no, happen. No, here's the thing. I think he is just a little young enough to, if he was able to generate success at another college program, he get another look. No. Yo, no. check this out. Dante no. Stallworth killed the dude, yep. went to prison, sure. came out, and got picked up and played in the league again. He's in prison for Urban like Meyer. He just got in trouble for looking like he didn't give a shit and flirting with girls that could, that are old enough to be his teenage daughter. He kicked a player. He was just an overall like shithead. Yes, he was just a dick, and that's why we know he'll he, if he wins, he'll get another job. They they this, always hired they all if they hire murderers, they hired. <laughs> Do you know how hard it is? to really screw up a situation in Jacksonville where their expectations well, are like zero. If that's they the really midfield on any given Sunday. Usually they're happy about it. That's the, well, the thing that's so weird about the, um, the urban Maya thing is so weird. It, it almost, it, in a lot of ways, it just looked as if he tr- got the job, just so he could get fired and get paid. Yeah, it literally uh, looked like that. It literally, it didn't look like he did, he put any real effort into it. And it's weird. The thing that's weird to me is he had he had he had what was being called the generational talent in Trevor Lawrence. It's the kind of thing. If I got that head coaching job, not knowing anything about coaching and coaching um, in the NFL. The I would do the things that put me in a position to not screw up. Sure. And it just seemed like he didn't have he didn't have that kind of perspective at all. Like 
sometimes when people are facing the grass is greener mentality, which it was, I mean, college is the easiest. It's easier. It's easier to hold on to your job when you're a good college coach versus uh, NFL. You have NFL coaches losing their job that have winning records because they're just like, man, we haven't gone to playoffs enough in the last five years, right? Well, so, well, the NFL. Well, the NFL. I mean, the the college um, holding on to your holding on to a college coach as long as you're not in a um, as long as you're not in a, a in the big time program. <laughs> You can right. you can hang around for quite some time, and I do think in some ways, it's I mean it's a I mean it's a it's a different level of difficulty, but in a, in a lot of ways, college, college is, if you have the best athletes, it's a wrap. College is so much easier. Think about this: they pick you, their schedule. Yes. They pick their yeah, schedule. Absolutely. They have Notre Dame paying Appalachian State to come to the play them. They're like, listen, we'll give you two million to play here, and then they lose. Oh, or- shout out to Appalachian Appalachian State. They haven't lost yet. Uh, another surprise this week. Insane ending. Yeah, it that 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 was that that was absolutely bananas. That may be one of the best college endings to a game. Well, it's definitely going to be one of the best, if not the number one this year. It's going yeah. to be on the list this year. There, yeah. there won't be there won't there to be in the top ten. There won't be ten plays that beat that. Absolutely, no. but um, but you're right. That schedule, um, them picking that schedule thing, is a huge thing. Which is why I am so glad it's the the playoffs are happening for them. The twelve team yeah. playoff. I just think yeah. I think if if they want to give teams an opportunity, then it's just like yeah. Well, because sometimes too, right. The um the they always say the best team generally wins yeah, um, a lot of times but we've seen tons of games where the best team didn't win. Right. They came out there thought they were gonna win and then got punched in the mouth and didn't know what to do. Yeah, you know and 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 that's a good, that's a good point. I mean the, the I like I like the unpredictability of college. I don't think that there's again, they're all pros, right? Like, yes, we were surprised that the Jets, you know, somehow beat the Browns and and yeah. and that the Colts were shut out by the Jets. There's some surprise there. It's not the same surprise as when an Alcorn State shows up <laughs> uh, or you show up in their homecoming and they <laughs> somehow, right? And well, they, it's, I mean, yeah, they it's go like on he... later on and not win another game. <laughs> Well, it's a huge surprise when a team gets paid a million dollars to play another team, and then you pay they the beat the dudes. It's like, wait a minute, you paid them a million dollars and they beat you at home, right? Right. Well, that's one of the things that I've always felt. Um, yeah, his my take on it is, I think Saban's a good coach. I don't know how good he is because I've always looked at it from the perspective: it is easy, it is easy to win at Alabama when you have the best athletes. Your athletes are bigger, faster, and stronger. Of course you win. What's but what's what's harder? What's harder? That's a full sentence. What's a question actually? What's harder? Motivating a college kid that has actual NFL promise to do better, to show up for class, to to be the best, to stay in your gym, to, to all that stuff. Or or is it harder to motivate a guy who just got paid? a fully guaranteed contract for five years. It's, it's infinitely harder yeah. to light fires under guys who are getting paid already because they've already yes. made it. 
you know. Yes, and, they made it. Yes, yes, one hundred percent. Again, it's easier because these college coaches go to some of these kids' houses, mm-hmm. and yeah. so there's a personal connection. The NFL, it's like, nah, we picked you as a transaction, right? Picked yep. you as a transaction. Can you imagine if that's how they college recruited? They just brought you up in the draft and like, hey, Billy, you know, I know you want to get out of this podunk town in you know Western Kentucky. Why don't you come and play for us at at, at, at Alabama? You know, um, and they just did it draft style. That'd be super weird. But that's that's where weird. it just separates it. You know, the NFL is. Yeah. NCAA is still a crappy organization, but it's not it's not quite the same. Yeah, no, I mean they do a lot of they do a lot of nonsense. Uh, they do a lot of nonsense that it's yep. just like you guys are you guys are doing what you guys are doing what to make money, and then you're saying players can't make money. Oh goodness, scary place. But yo, speaking of scary players, you are afraid to start give uh, me one give me one give me one of your guys you were afraid to start this week my guy was so i was so afraid to start him i've moved i've i've moved on <laughs> i already picked him up i'm in i'm in i'm in tight end hell i have kittle he's got a groin injury so you never know when he's gonna be coming back they say, oh, he looked great at practice. That was last week. If he looked so great, why didn't he play, right? <laughs> and again, he hasn't been practicing this week. So if he looks so great last week and he hasn't practiced this week, so it comes to my my tight end. I grabbed Taysom Hill, and I'm like, oh, he is, yeah. he's my Mike Tolbert. He's my white, white whale. I will I, – I, I cut him, and uh, or I was going to cut him. I don't think I cut him yet. I think you still might need him because Kittle. <laughs> but um, but like, but this guy is gonna score three touchdowns in a game at some point, and he won't be on my yes. team. Um, that's the yeah. I I can't I can't start I can't start him. And honestly, at this point, I'm just scared to start any wide receiver like on Chicago. I just don't. Oh wow. Um, I just don't okay. have any faith over there. There's no reason why your team is losing to Green Bay by multiple by multiple scores, and your quarterback ends the game with only eleven throws. He had eleven throws and seven. Hold on, let me repeat this. Let me go the other way. He had seven completions, seven on eleven throws, and an interception. So one of the other four incompletions, one of them was a completion, but to the other team. So there you go. So they put him in a position. He's not that he's not as bad as they're making it look like he is. They're not letting him be bad to be good. No, this is how terrible this is. Let me read you this. this, I, I can read this to you very quickly because these stats are nothing. Aquinius, I can't even say his name. Aquinius. Aquinius. I think it's, it's it sounds Aquaminius. like it's Greek. Like Aqua, yeah. Aquinius St. Brown, two catches, 39 yards. Ryan Griffin, a tight end, one catch, 18 yards. Montgomery, two for 14. Khalil Herbert, one for three. Cole Komet, my original backup tight end, zero for zero. 
And then Darnell Mooney, one reception for negative four yards. Yikes. Yeah. So stay away from them. Justin Fields, I'm sorry, buddy. I can't help you. No one, no one can. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I am You're afraid to. I, he's in trouble. I'm afraid to play Russell Wilson this and week. Any and at any given right week. now, right now, I'm afraid the Broncos have me terrified. They look inept on offense, like they don't know what they're doing, and they have a and they have a. Hall of Fame quarterback. It's like it it should be as simple as hey Russ, what do you want to do? I want to do this. All right, go ahead, do that. Catch it later. <laughs> That's literally it should be that simple. Do, do you, you know? Think, do you think it's Check harder it because because he's not he's it's his first year there? Check this out. Um the thing about it is the uh the team is that's when you inherit a team that's built to win, that means you have to do less work. If, if you are getting in your own way, you're not the person that needs to be there. It's literally the, um, do you know, check this out. I found this out because I, I didn't get to watch the game live. I was watching Red Zone. At times, the, the Denver crowd was, was count, doing the, count, um, the clock countdown so that they, so that the team and the coaches could know no, what, no. Was, what was going no. on because the clock management was so bad. How that, does, how does that, that happen at a home game? If, if I'm a season ticket holder for the Broncos, I'm writing a stern letter to the team. Like, you're being held. This is what they do at Pop Warner level so that the kids get the playoff. No, I mean it's it, it's so it is so bad. And like I said, the difference is he didn't go to it. Okay, perfect example. He didn't go to a situation like Matt Rule at Carolina, True. where their team was clearly rebuilding, and he had to get all these pieces there. Now he still has a one. One can argue why that is, but at the same time, it's a completely different situation. Nathaniel Hackett has gone to a team. That needs that the idea was um, this team isn't doing as effective on offense as they should, right? And now, and since you've been there, the quarterback that that's getting paid a quarter of a billion dollars has thrown two touchdowns. Uh no, right? <laughs> that's that on on no level. What does that cut it? And the, and I mean, you fire the other guy. Because the team wasn't effective on offense. Now, hey, granted, it's early. But I think you can, I think there's ways that you can look good and still lose. Detroit did it all last year. Right. And they look, they lost, but they still look good doing it. But uh, the Broncos are losing, looking bad, and now winning and looking bad. Well, and that's the thing is like, aside from Cortland Sutton, who I was telling you all off season, like, I think he's a sleeper. Like, I think he just, cause I, I, I was keeping up with a lot of Russell stuff. I'm like, he's his favorite receiver. He's his favorite receiver. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are like, Oh, Jerry, Judy, Jerry, Judy. I'm like, yeah, he's, he's the <laughs> better receiver. We all know that, but I, it's just, and so Cortland Sutton was seven for 122 yards 
this week, and Jerry Judy was one for 11. Well, remember, he got hurt. Judy got sure. hurt, so he hurt his shoulder. But at the same time, I think I think there are instances where Russell tries to feed each one and should have just chilled. But I think that's also the play calling. When you're trying to force – because because that game was close. The Texans right. almost – Texans almost beat the Broncos. And so I think Hackett, he's on the uh, people are making jokes. Maybe he can't hack it. Right. Um, maybe he's a hack. <laughs> you know, um, he's hacking up the offense. Did you see? You know, you see them play and it makes you want to hack up a lung. It's just terrible. He's taking two years. I think he might make it. If, if, the, if, 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 if Denver just, just really. And it's really easy to see Denver winning not many games only because of the horrible division that they're in. And I mean, horrible, like it's a gauntlet. They yes, could lose every divisional game and then have some bad luck yeah. and then only win four games. Like if they have that this season and then they have like a six win season or seven win next year, he guy might be gone by half the mid season, you know? Well, I think, well, I think the thing about it is um, he's, he, you're always on the hot seat if the people that hired you aren't there anymore. Yes. It's the, it's the, it's the idea Baker Mayfield was on the hot seat once the GM and the coach that were there when he got drafted were gone. And, and that, and that's really what it is. It's, it's, it's making sure that you can weather any storm ownership, GM, whatever, um, and, and making yourself, untouchable you know i mean i loved seeing that stat what it was um was it tomlin tomlin this week 15 years with with the steelers and belgic yeah. was like 23 with the pats and they said too long is tenured and you're like wow together they're 40 years old like their career it, for yeah. a head coach there you know it's just it was just absolutely it's just really cool you don't see that and after yeah. after tomlin just real quick i would say who's third you have to start going what Harbaugh maybe? Yeah, maybe Harbaugh. Yeah, probably Harbaugh. I probably, but then after Harbaugh, Harbaugh you, after Harbaugh, you that's when you searching. start. Right, you start searching. Um, I think maybe Andy Reid. Yeah, uh, Andy Reid's been in Kansas City for a while now. Yeah, and then um, and then you might then the next one might be like somebody like McVay or something. Exactly. That's where it gets <laughs> really weird. It gets like really Phillies weird. Swapped out Peterson, McCarthy for Garrett. Like it's just you don't yeah. NFC East. I can't even tell you uh, before Rivera who it was. Philly, Philly should have never let Peterson go. I don't. You don't. You don't fire a man. Out. Nope. Something happened. Something happened. Something had to have happened there. I don't know if it was Wentz and 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 um um what's it called. His name. Who's the guy who won the Super Bowl for them? Oh, uh, Foles. Yes. Oh. So, uh, like, like I don't know if it was that a riff there. I don't know, but there's no way. How do you just do that? And they're just like, yeah, you know what? Goodbye. I someone said that there's already there's a statue of Doug Peterson outside of Lincoln Financial. Yeah, with Nick Foles. Yeah. So why why? <laughs> you're gonna put a statue up of the guy when he's there, and then you're, he's, you're gonna be like, 
Oh, yeah, we're done with you. Goodbye. Well, the problem is he got fired. He didn't get fired 10 years after winning the Super Bowl. Some dudes are able, and that's it's kind of shows you that Philly is not the place to be necessarily. Um, right. I think, well, because the idea is um, if you're going to get rid of Peterson, fine. Because if, if, he, if Peterson is clashing with Carson Wentz and you're choosing to side with Carson Wentz, fine. But you don't get rid of both of them and just start over right because because the list of because the list of head coaches with super bowl rings is super slim yeah there's there's, a reason there's a reason why other teams don't do that this isn't this isn't college and he won the sec championship and you fire him the next year you you know what's wild about this week this is gonna blow your mind i don't know if i told you this yet bill belichick Four of his quarterbacks that he drafted are going to be starting this weekend. You got Mac, Brady, wow, that, and now Jimmy G. Mind blown. That's crazy. That's cra- that, so you want to talk about the coaching trees, right? Where you see McVeigh and where he sprouted from, and Shannon and where he came from. And that's all. That stuff is always great, but like smart begets smart, right? You, you surround smart people surround themselves with smart people. They don't just you know, have dumb people around them. Um, and so you look at that and you're like, damn, that's, that, that's, he drafted. So, so guys that are still playing in this league is the guy you drafted 500 years ago with Tom Brady, <laughs> then his, uh, one of his backups and then his other backup and they're all still playing in the league. And now the replacement for Brady. It's just absolutely crazy. It's mind blowing. No, that is mind blowing. And some of them, um, I think, are still playing at a high level. Now, who need, now? Who's on fire this week? I think, um, if if you have Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow, I think they're going to write their ship and get it back to going. I. Uh, I hope so. This has really been hard fantasy wise for me having Burrow and being like, <clears throat> I love this average quarterback I have who went to the Super Bowl last year. This is so fun. I was like, no, this he's... is my year. I'm gonna have a great stud quarterback behind my great great running backs. And yeah, let me just say I crushed it in fantasy this week. Um yeah. And and, um, and even my number one pick overall, Jonathan Taylor, did nothing because they were blanked. But Joe Burrow, man, he's the reason why I cut Jameis so I can pick up Trevor Lawrence this week because I'm like, uh, <laughs> listen, I'm not saying you're on notice, bud, but you're, uh, I, you know, I, I on see pace I'm, on pace to be sacked 111 times. That's is that sustainable in this league? I think it's. I think it's super you have to you have to get super duper unlucky because some every D line isn't the 85 Bears. Right. But at the same time, um if the offensive line isn't blocking, he is gonna get killed out there. Yep. So the, actually the biggest problem is you can't you can't have him get hit that many times and not expect him to get hurt. So I think it's highly unlikely. I mean, I think it's highly likely if he continues, 
if he continues to get pummeled out there, he's not gonna he's not gonna start every game, and that is a surefire way to hurt anyone's fantasy team. That yeah, I mean this week honestly, I know it's just because he's on my team that just comes to mind, but Devonta Smith for the Eagles, I think he's ready to just not break out, but just have a solid game against, you know, they're playing the the commanders. Um, Well, I think right now, um, I think now we're in a position where a lot of teams are trying to have wide receiver by committees where one guy doesn't get all the touches. And that seems to be the position that um, Devontae Smith's in because they brought AJ Brown in. And it right. seems like it's it's a tough thing because Devontae Smith was there first thinking, okay, I'm going to be the number one here. And they bring A.J. Brown and pay him a bunch of money. Now he's clearly the number one. The same way with the Tyreek Hill and Waddle. But right. I think if your quarterback can be effective, both players can eat. I agree. I agree. I think, I think that – Chris Godwin and Mike Evans proved that. Yes, absolutely. You know, where the better year that year, like you on any given week, you couldn't say if you had a gun to your head, who do you want on your team? Do you want Godwin or Evans? You're like, I have to choose, you know? Yeah, no, absolutely. And I, and I think it's, yeah, I mean, perfect example. It's like when Kurt Warner had Isaac Bruce, Torrey Holt, <laughs> what is it? Who was on this team? Uh, Kurt Warner had Torrey Holt, Isaac Bruce, as I came, oh yeah. Uh, Who's your tight? They all, you always have one, one white guy. Oh, what was the white Marshall guy? Falk. Oh, yeah, Marshall um, Falk and one white guy. No, the white the Ricky white. Pole. Ricky Pole. Ricky Prole. Ricky Rick Prole. Prole. Yeah. Prole. Oh gosh. I. Yeah, Ricky. <laughs> Yeah, the Warner Brothers. Oh gosh, uh, oh, uh. Orlando. Yeah, man, that's when they had Roland Williams and uh, Orlando Pace. Tons of dudes can cast the ball in that on that team. Tons. Yeah, and 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 that's when it's like that. That Marshall Falk is the one. Just, just too good. Tory Holt. Well, Walter Falk was probably the prototype for what they want running backs to be now. Yeah. He was right. probably the prototype because he should be he should be older than um he should pre he he should predate Ladanian Tomlinson, who came after him. But Marshall Falk was that was literally um can you catch the ball and yeah. can you make dudes miss? <laughs> um yeah. yeah, no, just just crazy side note um really enjoyed the Kurt Warner movie oh the one was that uh Levi was it yeah good? yeah I haven't seen it yet it's it's a it's a nice it's hold on it's in the they show do they show him stock and shelves in in Iowa or wherever of, it was of course they do <laughs> of course they do everybody knows that of course I, they does, do. he, does he does he take his apron off at any point? Does he like say just fold it up and say thank? Because it's Kurt Warner, you can't just have it throw in your manager's face, right? When you're getting a call, no. Does well, he I think well, well the funniest like thing you? is I think what I one of the things that I think I like him, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a sucker for something like that. 
Um, it doesn't ignore the absurdity of his story. Right. Like, it is pretty absurd. Like, you did what? Right. And you were doing what? Like, like, yeah, I mean, I mean, and it's a, it's a, it's a, I mean, it's a true, um, true underdog story about following, <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm doing a commercial about, about following your dreams. Right. But, um, but yeah, I mean, but it is pretty, I mean, it's pretty crazy. Like that, that every, that, that every, everything that had to, it's kind of like Tom Brady's story in a way, everything that had to go can absolutely right. your way right it had to happen for you to be in the position you're in That's, one thing doesn't go that way and this this doesn't happen your whole existence is changed you know i kurt warner is like exactly that he's your blue collar quarterback and it's hard it's really hard to hate on kurt i i can't like anytime he hit it on the pats i'm like listen <laughs> we, we know why <laughs> We know why. <laughs> they took a Super Bowl. Yeah, they took a yeah. Super Bowl. Yes. Which they, the he, late, he great had his Madden story and then the said, Pats had their story. Yeah, with the late great Madden said that the Pats should play for overtime with a minute and 43 seconds left. <laughs> and Tom Brady and Belichick said, nah, we're we're gonna we're gonna ignore you here. We're gonna go win this thing. Bill is <laughs> yeah, there's um I was listening to the radio and I thought Trim Dilfer put it best. Um he said there's no coach, head coach, better at situational football and time and clock management than Bill Belichick. And that that alone, if you are speaking of large, large coaching staffs, if you are in this league, really any, right? Even if it's high school, college, whatever level, if you are like an assistant. If you had only two things that you needed to become the master of, and no matter what, wins, losses, I know X's, I know, it doesn't matter. If you could do those two things, you can you could you could coach on any level. And situational football is so, so, so difficult to coach. It's it's so difficult to coach. You can coach ski like okay, guys, you can do it that week. But having your defense have that identity of being able to play situational football with, and this is all on him, not on your players, really, but with clock management. I mean, players can affect yeah. that in any different ways. Um, but that's it. You can't, and it, which is so funny because you look at the success of the Andy Reeds, and we both know he's terrible at clock management. He's so. Oh my. At this point, well, I, I think, think he's trolling us. He's so bad at it, yet well, I think good at winning. I think for him, the problem is, um, um, and um, I'm sure he, I mean, I think he's better at it now, but it's because sure he's he's failed at it a lot. But I, I think it's because um, I think some some guys, a la Nathaniel Hackett, they get shook. Yeah. It happens. It, well, it becomes a it becomes a thing. The game is it's the idea is because everybody has a every team has a two minute drill, right? Every team. Right. So the idea is if every team has a two minute drill and they practice it, and you aren't effective, and you don't do what you practiced, clearly something else is happening. 
Well, and, and that's really the thing, right? It's like situational football. That's just, that is the most basic situational football, right? Two minute warning. You just got the ball back. No timeouts, or you could say all three timeouts, or it's two minutes and two seconds before the half. So now technically you have four timeouts, right? And so Bill really, 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 really is good at like, okay, they'll do two minute where they used to do this a lot with Brady. They would do two minutes, um, and then say, let's let's see if we can get the ball back. You know, we're going to, you know, onside kick it or, or whatever. I can't yeah. think of how many times that they did that. And it literally looked as if that's how they drew it up. Yep. Um, and you can't think of, I can't, uh, McVay is, has a really great handle on it. Um, situationally and even timeouts, Mike McCarthy is up there with Andy Reid as being terrible at it. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> please. Uh, Mike please. McCarthy. McCarthy has a whole, he has a, he, he has a wing class at the, at the ridiculous university of football. Like literally it's just. What's the opposite of a master class? Whatever that is, that's what he's teaching. Dump, dumpster fire 101. It's just <laughs> terrible. It's just or terrible. a master class in the horrible clock management. Yeah, what in the world? Like, yo, yeah. And, I, and um, it's. It's weird when guys are like that when they've been around so long. Right. I I expected so the idea is I expect it from a first time coach in general. I don't expect it from a first time head coach like Nathaniel Hackett, who's been around the game. He's um, from a football family. All these different things. He's he's coached with. He's had a Hall of Fame quarterback before in Aaron Rodgers, and it's just like it makes no sense that he's been in big spots it makes no sense you know i i can give you one but if you but if you've been there before it's like come on what are you, what are you doing it's literally the equivalent of somebody being on um one of one of the coaches on belichick staff gets a head coaching job and doesn't know how to do how to um do the two minute drill in a game it's like you guys were doing that a lot in new england what right. is this yeah, what were you doing with your time in New England? Exactly. And, and, and yeah. it's, it's interesting. That's just another quick point, too, though, to talk about that coaching tree, right? Going, you know, bring that back to the coaching tree. The coaching tree, those good coaches, they do train their guys. They do, they do talk about this stuff. So it's of no, it doesn't surprise me that like Belichick has had a solid coaching tree over the years with. Bill O'Brien and Romeo Cornell, like just ra- ra- yeah. Ra- I heard it was getting. I heard it was getting. I heard. Um, it's funny. I heard it was getting critic uh, criticized before. I think it's a lot. I think it's a lot better than it's given credit for being. It's. I mean, the idea is, um, certain guys went places and flamed out. Sure. But um, certain guys went places and did did well. Um, I I think. I, but- how many this is my this is the ultimate I can't even Bill is on a different Bill is on a different level uh, playing field out of all of them right here's the deal if you have fewer coaches your coaching tree has fewer branches which means you have fewer opportunity for those guys to go and 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 be a head coach somewhere also oh that's true the Patriots because of their success 10 well, nine Super Bowl appearances just with 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 Brady. Nine appearances. That means that your coaches are not getting jobs because they're still coaching 
on Super Bowl Sunday. So for 10 of those seasons, any of their coaches were unavailable because they were coaching the Super Bowl. Yeah. It's all, it's all. It's pretty great. Um, um, Side note, I also heard uh, the other day, Trent Dilfer said, Romeo Cornell was an awesome coach. Yeah. He said the only thing, um, he was talking about when he was in Cleveland, he said the only thing that Cornell, Romeo did, that was wrong was he hired the worst offensive coordinator he could hire. Yeah. And he was like, but, but Romeo, a mind, a great football mind. Great. And so Charlie, player. Charlie Weiss is still, it's still brilliant. Um, he's, he's, yeah, I think, excellent. I think, I think, I think Charlie Weiss, probably the same with um, Patricia and with um, Josh, when he first, when he was first with the Broncos and Billy O'Brien, that is, let they let their egos kind of get them in trouble mm-hmm. when you can just relax and have it play out. I mean, perfect example, right? Bill O'Brien was in was in Houston and he had Deshaun Watson. He had so and it was just like, yo, it was like, look, yo, you you got the golden ticket, buddy. Did All you he, gotta was- do is chill. Was he there when Aaron, Arian Foster was still playing? If not, he's been there for David Johnson. He's always had great running backs. I can't they, um, he had Hopkins for how many years? Well, that's the problem, right? The problem is, and Andre have, Johnson. I don't. I don't know if Andre was still was there or if Romeo. No, was I think um, I can't remember. He traded Hopkins. For peanuts, like what is that? What do they call? What do they say? Um, Seventy cents on the dollar or something? Yeah. Like what is this? No, um, some <laughs> if when you do a deal like that, you earn your firing. You oh, I think, so. 100%. I think so. Hundred percent. You know, and um, I mean, hey, who knows? After after this week, week three, nobody gets fired, but <laughs> we'll see. First off, um, this week. It's game time. Who do you got winning between the Pats and Ravens? Well, I'll be there. So, I mean, I'm a kind of a good luck charm, but, you know, <laughs> the Pats. I mean, I saw Jacoby Myers is like nursing a knee injury that no one heard of or anything like that. But, like, he, he's he's a warrior. The kid's going to play. Um, I, I, I keep saying this. I, I am not an offensive-minded football guy. I played defense for 11 years. I, I don't know – I know enough offense to be able to know what works, right? Because I look at mm-hmm. it from that other, uh, perspective. Um, and so I know what, what doesn't work. But right now, what works with the Pats and what did last year is if they get Jonu Smith and or Hunter Henry five targets in the first half, and it doesn't, they both don't need five targets. Yeah. If one of them gets five targets or they get five between the two of them, it makes their game so much easier. They can't. They can't. They can't play as loose uh, because now they have to respect the tight end with the safety or a mm-hmm. coverage linebacker. Not a lot of teams have great can can cover athletic tight ends, right? Um, yeah, and that's what both of them are. Uh, and they just don't get them involved early enough in the game. If they do that. I see them. I see them winning by ten. 
against against uh, against the Ravens. Um, if they don't, it's going to be a long day. Lamar can Lamar's arm is a rocket. Lamar's think, leg, you know. Yeah, um, I think the I think the best best strategy um, have a have a grind out game against them. Keep them off the field. Yep. They yep. do that. They they do that. They can win. But right. if but if they let but if Baltimore scores scores a lot early, the Pats Mac isn't built yet to be able to do what Tua and them did. Absolutely. Because he doesn't have he doesn't have Tyree Tyree Kill and no, no, no. it's not a thing. Yeah. Um no. Steelers Browns Thursday night. Honestly, the Steelers look like trash. Okay, this so the way I look at it. A, they can play I, defense. They play great great defense. They just can't score. You need to score, especially against the Browns. I know the Browns scored what thirty on the Jets and whatever, but yeah, Nick Chubb can run the ball. They, I, you know, they're going to be out with TJ Watt for three more weeks. Um, he really makes a huge difference for them. No, I know he does. Got, You're right, he does. I, I know they get you know. Cam Hayward, they all have always had great linebackers, and Minka Fitzpatrick is just tremendous. Stud, um, yeah. But at the end of the day, if you you're right, if you can't score, man, oh man, it's I see Cleveland all up for this because they lost a game they shouldn't. It's in Cleveland. They're the dog pound's gonna be going absolutely bananas. And I just think sure anything could happen, but I, I see I see I see Cleveland winning this like 24 to 10. Oh, um, so um, I don't know if you got the memo. Deshaun Watson isn't quarterback for them. Jacoby has been looking terrible. <laughs> Fine, but the, Nick Chubb looks splendid. <laughs> yes, Nick Chubb looks splendid. I think I think the problem is Megan Fitzpatrick is going to run a is going to run a pick six back. This game is going to be close. I think it's Why going to be close. Why do you think I gave him 10? <laughs> <laughs> I get I think this is the game where Mr. Bisky loses the job. Oh, they I think this is that game. Listen, I'll, I'll I'll be real. If if let's say something crazy happens, if Cleveland is up by like three touchdowns at the half, I think that's when Mr. Bisky should lose his job. I don't even think he should start to begin with, but Yes, starting <laughs> Sunday, sure. Yes, so uh, Bills Dolphins. Um, I think the Bills are going to win. I think the Dolphins are going to come a little back down to earth. Sure, I, I agree. I think I, I I bet you a lot of people probably think this will be like thirty-one to twenty-eight. It's not going to be even that close. No, I'm not, not saying. I'm not saying. I'm not saying Miami won't show up. I'm just saying that it could be a. 35 17 game in one yes, of those games where you're like, very much yeah, that's not like even that. that close like they weren't yeah. even close you know yes yeah i can see it being like that um Bengals jets i think the Bengals are going to write the ship i don't exp- i think this may be get out of hand yeah and i think they take an important lesson away from their uh divisional counterpart with cleveland they're not going to let that happen but they also nope. have a blueprint on how to kind of stick it to to the jets which um it's not really hard. Let's be let's be honest. <laughs> Joe Mixon is probably gonna have a big day. I would start yeah. him if he was in my lineup. Yeah, and 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 for some reason, I think um, I may pick up. Is is it Hayden Hurst uh, for, for Hayden Hurst or the Bengals? Yeah. yeah, 
Yeah, so I may pick him up as maybe a backup tight end or something because I, I, I think I think they're gonna. I think Cincinnati is one of those teams also that really thrives if they get their tight end involved because they're so athletic. You know, with Higgins yeah. and Jamar. Yeah, I know we've seen it. So now um, Raiders Titans. I think the Titans are about to be on three. I think the Raiders right the ship. They haven't looked. They haven't looked bad. They just haven't been able to finish games most of the time. I, I mean, they came yeah. out asleep in their first game, and then last week they couldn't finish against the Raiders, and and um, Kyler Murray earned some of his paycheck. Yeah, yeah, and then um, allegedly was assaulted after the game, which Murray just said that was no hard feelings. I'm like, then why did we even talk about this to begin with? If- I think, I think, you know, I think it's one of those things. Um, somebody said something because they saw the footage, sure, and was and was like, what the heck is this? Like, I mean. Let's- it, it it was your it's a, a guy from the the black hole wasn't it yeah that like allegedly like someone even said like it was just almost playful like let, what are we doing here did he pour beer in his face did he did he take uh, well, it I think, the guy's helmet was off i think i think it was just questionable because because they know they want to protect the players i um i'm glad to see it wasn't blown i'm glad to see uh, i think it's fine to talk about I'm glad to see it wasn't blown out of proportion. That's the key. Right. Don't blow it out of proportion. Kind of brings up this weird scenario I've thought of for years, right? And the same thing. What if I happen to be somehow I'm at a Packers game? Yeah. And I'm a Pats fan. The Pats are playing out in Lambeau this year. And you see me and I'm right in the Lambeau leap. I'm right where they're going to leap. And Aaron Rodgers goes to leap up. And I'm in the middle of it, and I just deny him and just shove him back down to earth, and he just falls, twists his ankle. Am I liable for anything? Okay, so the thing about it is um, you're probably – okay. <laughs> well, well, first of all, no judge in Wisconsin would allow you to leave the state for any reason. You took out Aaron Rodgers, right? The idea is if you, if you do that – they bring you up on the you're, you're screwed one. in yeah, some way. Yeah, you're right. screwed, like like yeah, literally. And I mean, the Lambo leap is so cool. <laughs> right, so cool. I know. Like I know. the Baha'i salute. Oh yeah, <laughs> love Bro it. Davis, man, TD, love it. Oh my gosh. So yeah, so um, we got that. Uh, Saints, Panthers. I think the Saints right the ship. Um, that the fact that Jameis is playing with the four fractures in his back. Right. I don't. I, they they say he can't make it any worse. He just has to heal. But it's just like, yo, if he's back there playing in pain, that doesn't help his ball placement. So sit, so, sit this dude down. So as he as, as he was my backup, do you remember what you texted to me and what I said? No, what <laughs> you sent me the thing that said he had all these fractures. Like, damn, did you know this? And I said, if I did, we'd be on <laughs> the fantasy team. And then he would be on my team. And then yes, I just cut fair. him. I just cut him, and I was like, nah, I'll take I'll take a chance on the Jaguars quarterback over Jameis. You know, no, you had to. No, no, you had to. That makes sense. Um, but I think this week, I think this week, uh, they just have more. They've got more talent. The Panthers are clearly seeing that Baker Mayfield wasn't going to change their their fortunes 
And yeah. um, Carolina is going to be a long show, season for them. Carolina needs to show me a lot more before I'll pick them in any game at, at this point. Yeah, no, hell no. I'm not picking them. Nope. Um, Lions, Vikings. I, um, I think the Lions. I think the Lions are going to take the Vikings out. I, I, you know what? That was my sleeper pick of the week. I thought so. I think so too. I, you know, and you can't, you can't buy, you can't buy the, well, Kirk Cousins lost bad on Monday night football. Cause Kirk Cousins always loses he's, bad. On he's Monday just night one of those football. dudes. He's just, he's just one of those dudes when the games, when the games, he doesn't win important games. Yo, can you imagine being a Vikings fan and they, some miracle, some miracle, yeah. say he gets hurt and then through the playoffs, Someone else who's backup carries them to the Super Bowl and then he comes back. As the no, Vikings no. or Vikings fans, would you want to start him? No team, no team's doing that, yo. No team's doing that. Um, in some way, it, it's a funny thing. In some way, um, I think for him, he's just cursed with not being, for lack of a better way to say it, good enough. Right. Um, he's good, but he's not good enough. Like that thing I sent you that says tons of these quarterbacks are just Kirk Cousins. Davis Mills, long neck Kirk Cousins. (laughs) Jimmy Garoppolo, handsome Kirk Cousins. (laughs) Um, now Mac Jones was like future Kirk Cousins. Cousins The, The problem is, um, the difference is, and I actually think, you know, look, the reason why, I think some guys you got to take out of there. For instance, Jimmy got his team to to a Super Bowl. Sure. I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear that. Um, right. In spite of his play, forget right. forget all that. He got right. there. Right. Uh, Mac Jones played in the national championship. He he got his team to the national championship and dropped bombs. That's yep. something there. Yeah. You know. Um, but no, I think I think the Vikings. I think Jared Goff, another guy who's got his team to a Super Bowl, <laughs> is going to. Uh, he's starting to. He's, he's starting to look pretty good, like he's figuring it out there. Um, yeah, I expect big knock, things from them this week. They get a hard knock swagger that I love. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Their um, their coach. I don't know if he can. I don't know if he can coach, but he sounds like the kind of dude you want to play for. And he That's said, what I what I, he said what I said earlier. You know, um, he just sur- has surrounded himself with smart dudes. A lot yeah. of ex players. When you get ex players, you immediately get buy in from players because, like, nope, I knew Do Staley knows what he's talking about. You know, he's not yes. just he's not just a mouthpiece. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, um, and so I think that's I think that's going to be a fun one. Um, Eagles Commanders. I I think the I think I think the Eagles are legit. Yeah. If Jalen Hurts doesn't, if Jalen Hurts doesn't get hurt, sky's right. the limit for them. Sky's the limit for them. I I I like Philly all day. Yeah. Um, Chiefs, Colts. Yeah, Colts. Um, I think you guys about to get another L. Patrick Mahomes is coming to town, and uh, they've had longer to prepare for you because they played last Thursday. <laughs> right. Exactly. And you know, and um, yeah. In, uh, in, so in oh, Indy might be blank back to back weeks. It's it's gonna be tough. It's gonna be tough. It's gonna be tough for them. Um, um, now Texans play the Bears. Texans, the Texans because the seven the Bears, for eleven. Justin Fields was my problem. My biggest problem. I think I told us before. My problem with uh, with the Bears. They're just one of those teams that hired a dude that 
that was that that guy wasn't hired to get the best out of their young quarterback. Right. It's like this wasn't a dude. Their quarterback wasn't some journeyman backup. Their quarterback was a guy that got drafted in the top three. Top three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Three. Yeah. Yeah. No. No, no he Trevor wasn't in the top three. Trevor. It was Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson. Matt. Oh yeah, right. right. Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson. It was Justin Fields. Fields then. No. Taylor, right? No. Wait a minute. No. Trevor Lawrence. No, you're right. Trevor Lawrence. Zach. Trey Lance. Zach Wilson. Was it? Something like that. Justin Fields got drafted a little later. You're telling me that San San Fran had a worse record than the Jets? <laughs> we well remember the the way they were able to get Trey Lance was because um I gotta look this draft up. I'm Wait a like, minute. They had a they had a terrible record because Jimmy was hurt all year. Yep. Um. So with Jimmy being hurt, see, now I'm second guessing myself. Let me think. No, I think Justin was still picked in the top ten. And Justin the idea Fields? is, yes, Justin Fields. Of course he was because Mac was taken. Mac was taken after him. Yeah. And oh, the yeah. problem, and, and the biggest problem is if you're going to pick Justin Fields and he's already there and you're getting a new coach, because the old coach clearly Trevor Lawrence, mm-hmm. Zach Wilson. Zach was two. Okay. Yep. And Trey then there. Trey Lance at three. Then Kyle Pitts at four. Can you imagine taking Kyle Pitts, but then you passed on Jamar Chase? Kyle Pitts will still be good. He won't be Jamar Chase. Jalen Waddle no. at number six. Penny Sewell, who is he's awesome on, on the Lions. J.C. Horn, who is the son of Joe Horn. Patrick Sertan. Yeah. Patrick Sertan. Yeah. I wanted Justin Fields, actually. Who I I know you did. But he was still there. uh, He is. He's at 11, man. So Patrick Sertan, the second, you know, his dad also played the league. Devonta Smith, 10. Then Justin Fields. Seems like a pretty good draft overall. Hold on. It gets it gets just as good. Then you get. Micah Parsons at 12. Wow. Yeah. And then Rayshon Slater, he's that offensive tackle for the Chargers. And then Elijah Vera Tucker, I think he's still playing. Then a one McCorkle Jones at 15. (laughs) This is where it gets funny, though. Zavin Collins, the linebacker from um, um, for Arizona. And then next was that offensive tackle from Alabama. Alex Leatherwood for the Raiders, who was cut. We talked about Same. him. Unbelievable. Insane. Yeah. Some te- now, speaking of teams that tend to not make good draft picks, Jaguars play the Chargers this week. Look, I don't – I don't. Justin Herbert hurt still almost won them – almost got them to win that game. Incredible. Right? Incredible. Guys are in the animal. I think the Jaguars are going to – have some fun with this. I think they're going to keep it close, but I don't think that they're going to ultimately win. I think, I think yeah, them playing and then Herbert being hurt is almost not an equalizer, but it brings it closer than it should be. Well, I think if Herbert, 
I think if Herbert doesn't play, Jags win. But if Herbert's in, there's no way they lose. Who's his backup? Herbert. Chase Daniels. Yeah, the he's the forty million dollar man. I think they call him or something like that. Yo, he's oddly played, enough, he gets, he he's a great he's a great announcer on NFL Network now. It, he, he announces during the week, and I'm like, aren't you still playing? <laughs> played <laughs> five. Awesome. He's, he's started five times. He's made forty million dollars. He's every start he's, uh, he gets eight million dollars. Sometimes the NFL shines upon people. <laughs> mm-hmm. So now we got the uh, we got the Rams versus Cardinals. I think um, I just think the Rams they just have more firepower and they went and they win. I you know I I I want to go with the Rams, but I think I'm going to go with the Cardinals. Um, oh wow! I just I think I think that they get this this swagger after winning from last week. I think that they 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 always have uh, a good game against the Rams. But Stafford, I think Stafford's elbow is wrecked. I think I think he's not. He doesn't have zip on his ball. Mm. He's, he's losing grip on the ball. And let's be real, it's Matt mm. Stafford. Someone said you can take the man out of Detroit, but you can't take Detroit out of the man. And and I'm like, yeah, but listen, but he got a, he he got a ring now. He yeah, gotta... exactly. But but also like you don't the the biggest thing in Detroit the the one of the words that you always thought of when you thought of him was mistake right um this i just think he's hurt so i'm gonna go i'm gonna go cardinals that's interesting i'm gonna still go rams but i'm gonna be looking forward to see how that game turns out yeah um packers bucks um this game of the week i'm thinking i'm i'm thinking there might be how you're saying something's wrong with stafford not to say i'm not saying there's something wrong with brady but i think there is something wrong with the bucks they've lost they've lost They've lost key offensive starters, and now um, they're playing against Aaron Rodgers. I think it's highly – I think if Aaron Rodgers can figure out who he wants to throw to consistently, it's going to make for a good game, and I think the Packers come out victorious. I I agree. I think, I think Brady looks – worn down already and it, it's not the season i think it's the weight of his personal stuff that's going on right well um, well, well and, but, uh, and, but also mean, and being 45 yo of, of course right but like i believe him when he said yeah he had a great camp they say he looked great in camp and all that stuff but like mm-hmm. when you're having every single week to battle the fact that like at one point they only had one regular starter on their offensive line because they lost one of their linemen so they were down their f- first four linemen yeah so brady you couple that onto the fact that he's having problems at home i see that but um big thing though here is and i'm i'm all i'm all about listen i don't believe in conspiracy theories except the fun ones right nothing that's gonna like really you know he <laughs> uh-huh. wasn't a thing like, let's get over ourselves. Like, these are not conspiracy theories, but, like, <laughs> is the government probably hiding aliens? Yeah, you know what? But here's another. Here's my latest. A- NFL, there's 100, and they're all right, okay? Mike Evans is suspended for a game by the father of a son who's playing for the Packers this weekend. John Runyon Sr., Works in the front out front office of the NFL. 
He's the one that suspended Mike Evans. Now, I got on a play on Twitter about this, but I love fighting with morons on Twitter, and then I just stop, and they're just still talking. Um, But someone said, oh, no, Mike Evans should absolutely be suspended. I said, hold on, my friend. I didn't use the word friend. Um, (laughs) If you're you're going to eject Mike Evans and Lattimore, then you have to suspend Lattimore because – the instigator was Lattimore. Frenette pushes him. He comes <laughs> back and he's in he's in his face with Brady. And then Evans comes out of nowhere. I, people say he, someone said he nailed him in the back. He hit him in the chest. He came at him. He, he came in like a missile. And then someone said, yeah, he was almost off the off the sidelines. I was like, no, no, almost <laughs> stop. Like, no, the, the problem is Mike Evans. <laughs> Mike Evans is Mike Evans is getting suspended for pretty much, pretty much <laughs> coming off the sideline mm-hmm. and making and making a bad situation worse. Lattimore didn't put his hands on anybody. <laughs> Mike, I was actually I was actually surprised um, Lattimore defending himself got ejected. Because Mike Evans wasn't even a part of it. Mike Evans wasn't even a part of it and came it came in like, hey, that's my quarterback. And that's good. That's good. Um, but I think I think if he had it's kind of funny in a way. I think maybe if he doesn't do it as aggressive and make it because the problem is when Mike Evans came in, it seemed like this is about to be. 90s baseball mound brawl. <laughs> Literally. I love these brawls. I love them. And it's all because of Brady. It's Brady. Brady yes. starts John Fournette is like, don't talk to my quarterback like that. Yes. And I think it was um, I can't remember the other uh, safety for the Saints that came over with him. And then Brady's just John aggressive. So he gets closer and, he, and then Evans is like, yes, yes. I don't Bobby think and, and the funniest thing is I don't think Lattimore would have put his hands on Brady in any. No, way. no, and no, that, no. Yeah. This, and so that's, is, and that's I, the problem. But the problem too is the funniest thing is Evans and Lattimore have already been suspended for all the cases before. Right, and right. this, this is one of those things where it's like, let me get this straight. You know, you and this guy get suspended for being at it. This guy's not even talking to you and you, and you push him. Well, this, this is my favorite thing that people said that Evans was almost to the side. Of, Listen, don't give me almost. If that, if, if he came off the bench and left the sideline, I'd say suspend him for four games. That's how serious I am about that. Because then you can't have whole teams dumping out because then it's chaos. Yeah. It's enough when there's 22 guys fighting. Now it's they are super lucky. when you have a hundred people. No, they, I think, I think as always, they want to test, they want to make a statement. I think it's highly oh. likely that, um, that they could have, they could have had an all out brawl and, and Evans would have been the instigator of that by, yeah. by being physical. And it, it's a tough thing. Um, oddly enough though, Brady, Brady finds a way to win games anyway. I don't think he will this one, but it wouldn't shock me. I'm going Brady. I can't pick Aaron Rodgers. She's terrible. (laughs) I I hate Aaron Rodgers. He's He's the absolute actual worst. Uh, Brady (laughs) by a million. I don't care. I love Aaron Rodgers, but he just seems like if douchebag was an athlete, <laughs> you know what? He seems like he likes to, he likes to dine and dash. 
Like, you know what I mean? Like when he was younger, like, yeah, I'm going to eat this meal, guys. Let's let's all run out. They can't catch us all. I really wish he just seemed cooler, like just a cooler dude. But it's just like because he's so incredible as a player, I have to like him to some degree. <laughs> so, I, 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 res- I respect his game, but and the greasy hair, too. I, can't I, understand, I understand. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh. Falcons, Seahawks. Um, I have the Falcons. I'm actually, um, Mar- Mariota's a sleeper pick for me this week. I actually um, am debating about grabbing him and benching Russell Wilson. Wow. But I have to, I may have to drop Sky Moore in order to grab him. And I still don't know if I'm ready to break up with Sky Moore yet. Yeah. Well, you know, someone, even me. Might might pick them up and stash them, um, but I mean, again, you have to think of who you drop. So for it's guys that thing. want him, will it need to have likely been someone that had him on their short list when you drafted him that they didn't get him? Yes, and that's the type of person that would pick him up. It wouldn't be anyone else that really was on the fringe that really wasn't interested. Um, at yep. the time. Yeah, I'm so I'm going. I believe in Gino. I love Gino. <laughs> I believe in Gino. I love. You know, <laughs> I I remember when Gino <laughs> played at West Virginia. Uh, I was at the Deerfield Fair, man, here in New Hampshire. That team was shredding people. Dude, I, I can't. I, you might have had seven touchdowns. I remember my phone was blowing up about amazing. what Geno Smith is doing. And I was like, I can't. I got to get home because I, I just wanted to leave the fair to watch the game. <laughs> but so I'm going amazing. Seahawks. Plus, it's at it's, okay, yeah. That's fair. Um, Niners Broncos. I got the Niners. I mean, not the Niners. I got the Broncos. Ooh. I got the Niners losing a close game, but I'm hoping the Broncos can show up and um, do some things on offense. So there's one way that I see the 49ers win. And that's if you – it's really only one way. It's, it's if Kittle plays, and pl- Kittle plays significantly. I think that alters the course. I think it makes Jimmy's – the job way easier for his first start in the season. No, makes I, sense. I, I think it really, really, really changes the whole dynamic. Plus Broncos, guess what? What you don't have, you don't have two, the first two weeks of film on him. He hasn't played. Nope. Neither of them have. Nope. So, yeah. yeah, you know, I I'm going Denver, but like, again, if Kittle plays, I'm I'll go all in. I get on, it. I get it. Makes sense. Um, and last game, uh, Cowboys giants. This game is going to be um, hot garbage. No, no, that's funny. No, I think it's going to be awesome. The Giants, you know, the Giants no are the Giants are right now. They're undefeated. They're two and zero. Yeah, they got a new coach. Um, I think, I think it could wind up being a tight defensive strategy game. I don't think it's going to be high flying, <laughs> but I but I'm I'm very interested in in how that game turns out. Um, I think Cooper Rush is a. I think it's. I think some guys are able to play well when there's no when there's no pressure and nobody expects you to play well. Right. Cooper Rush has proven to be the kind of guy that's like, hey, I'm just I'm just here to ha- I'm just here to play football. Yeah, I mean. I'm not – I think the most – one of the most boring teams in the NFL is the Giants. Yeah, absolutely. I think they're boring. They're, Dallas – They're boring, and they're trying to I, be boring. I hate Dallas. I hate them. 
America's team. Yeah, okay, move on. Um, yeah, you haven't done anything in 20-something years, 30 years. Um, Long enough. <laughs> and, and and then, but like some of the Giants are the favorites. I just hate Danny Dimes. I just, I, I hate him. I'll never like him. But like, I want Dallas to win. I hate the Giants. They're the Giants hate the Pats. The Pats hate the Giants. Um, but like Dallas is one of those teams that like, I'm with you. I don't think Zeke needs to be starting. No, um, Tony Pollard, Tony Pollard should be starting and Zeke should get Zeke should get the um the cleanup minutes. I think if I, I think if they did that, they would see a lot more fortune in their offense because Pollard is just more explosive. That's it. It's like at the end of the day, if Pollard gets more yards than Zeke and Zeke had more touches. Yeah. Pollard should be starting. I, yeah. Yeah. You know, of course, of course, the thing that will change that is like, Oh, you know, two carries at the time for 65 yards. Cause he rip a big one, you know, but like, you know, you know, and, and, and that's the thing is like, if you don't want to insult Zeke, put them on the field at the same time. I can't remember what team did that last week, but like there were two fast running backs and one of them was a fullback. I can't remember who it was. It was a great play where oh it was a, oh it was AJ it was a, the Green Bay game. They had AJ Dillon, oh, in Dillon and next and Aaron Jones, and I was like, yeah, yes, yes. Well, the they, thing about it is the the Zeke being a the Zeke being infin, offended or insulted. It's like you're still getting paid top dollar, right? Now it's it's the, it's it goes back to the whole thing. You're gonna get your money. So there's nothing to complain about here in that way. I think um, I think Pollard has proven to be the more effective one currently. That's it. It's not a big – I mean, I think um, only Zeke can make it a thing, um, and there's no reason to be. If you're about the team and about winning and you're already getting paid, let's take it easy. Right. Uh, well, because at the end of the day too, right, if, um, if Pollard isn't the guy – He'll prove he's not the guy, but I think the world is calling for Pollard to be the guy there. I think so too. And think- and nobody's saying they hate Zeke. He likes Zeke. He loves Zeke. Zeke's fun. Sure, I do. I but like him. A lot. Yeah, but you know, that's it. It's time to just step too slow. Yeah, that's it. Uh, Father Time undefeated. Yep. Uh, running backs. He he visits even quicker. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I mean he's twenty seven. Yeah, oh goodness you know, gracious. He's not going to get another huge contract. 27 and running back years. Ugh, kiss yep. of death. Yep. But yo, um, that's it. Uh, week three in the books. It's going to be a good one, man. Now nah, it's going to be a good one. Um, yo, have fun oh, at the game this week. Home opener for the Pats. <sighs> I love those. Those are awesome. It's, uh, <laughs> we're going to have good weather. 71. 71 and perfect. Partly cloudy. No Lovely. Wind. So. Lovely. Yep. All right. Week three. Go Pats. Go Broncos. Go Broncos. Yeah. Ah. All right. Peace. See ya.